0: If we could love ourselves more and step into who we truly are, we stop being so defensive. We stop having to dig our heels in the ground and puff up our chest. We can literally show up at the table and listen to other people with these tools.
1: Welcome to the Influencer
0: Podcast. I'm your host,
1: Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast, and today the episode is filled with some valuable insights thanks to the amazing Kelsey Murphy. Kelsey is chatting with us today a lot about coaching and entrepreneurship, but most importantly, the importance of taking small, consistent actions to achieve your goals, and of course, exactly how to do that. So you are really gonna resonate, not only with Kelsey's story, but really how she gives you expert advice on how to take those consistent action steps that you want to take. This is a jam-packed episode I really loved listening to what she had to say. I know that I took a ton of notes myself. And speaking of consistent action and taking action, I have a brand new five-day boot camp that I want to invite you to. It's starting just in a couple of weeks on February 14th. Yes, Valentine's Day. You can go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to get all the details to this. Again, it's completely free. But the reason why I want to share this with you today is because it's really about taking those small action steps. Kelsey's gonna really kick it off for us nicely today on the podcast, but if you're wanting to deepen it, any of the concepts that you hear today, definitely go check out what this brand building bootcamp is going to be all about. The promise of this bootcamp is to help you reclarify your brand strategy, remove that overwhelm when it comes to content creation so you can actually create a business that is sustainable. I know that so many of you wrestle with that, especially at the beginning of the year. You feel like you don't have the time, you don't know the next best step to take, or you just need someone to hand you an actionable game plan. Well, my friends, that is is what the brand building bootcamp is going to be all about. You can go to juliesalmon.net bootcamp again to learn more and save your seat. This is completely live, it's completely free, and we're going to be getting down into the nitty gritty. I'm going to be walking you through each day of this, how to clarify your brand strategy and message to stand out, how to remove that overwhelm of content creation so you can take focus- focused action, and most importantly, how to strengthen the foundation of what you've already built or what you're in the process of building. So you can monetize your brand and scale sustainably. By the end of the bootcamp, you're going to have a clear direction on your content strategy for the rest of the year. You're also going to have tools to increase your social media presence, following and engagement and an easy to implement brand growth strategy that you can put into action immediately. Now, I want to say I did a version of this bootcamp back last fall and I want to tell you what Stacy Assis, who's a digital creator, she was part of the bootcamp last time. And she said to me, Julie, Julie, I just wanted to say that since your free bootcamp, I learned what my unique value was, I figured out how I wanted to niche down, and only two weeks later, I've grown by almost three Thousand followers and my engagement is out the roof. I just hit the 10,000 mark. I'm already seeing crazy proof that it works. And my friends, it does work. So if Stacy can do it, I know you can. And that's why I'm going to be giving this all to you for free during our fun five days together. Again, go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp if you want to learn more and save your seat. And with that, let's dive in with the amazing Kelsey Murphy today.
0: Thank you so much for having me me. This is such an honor. I'm so excited.
1: Yes. So I know that you have done a lot of amazing things when it comes to your work and your life. You have been featured in amazing publications like Forbes, Business Insider. You do life and business coaching. You've worked with huge brands like Lauren Conrad, among so many others that I know our listeners know. But I know that this just didn't like happen, right? You just didn't wake up one day and, and, and have all of this. Um, and I know it just doesn't also just happen to people. So I would love to hear a little bit about your journey and what led you to doing the incredible work that you do in this world today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And man, wouldn't it be so easy if I just woke up one day, <laughs> right? That no, was like I, all in front of my face. Right? Oh. I, I
1: woke up like this. I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, no, definitely was a journey. It was for sure a journey. And I didn't start out kind of thinking I was gonna run a business at all. I'm a I'm a little bit of an introvert and contrary to popular belief because I have this podcast where I've had all these these amazing guests on, but but I enjoy it because I get to sit in my jammies and talk, you know, have these deep, meaningful conversations through a microphone like, you know, like this one and and just get really deep and vulnerable and soul searchy. And we get to kind of record them and put them out there for people that appreciate that. So I never envisioned doing something to the scale of what I'm doing now. I was always kind of just an emotional child, an emotional adolescent and an emotional adult, adult, quite frankly. You know, I I started in the world of advertising. But even before that, when I went to school, I went to school for agricultural business, you know, and only because I wanted to get into Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. and was like, how can I get in there? They were like agricultural business. I was like, okay, got it. And I got in. (laughs) Yeah, I can get in there. And I immediately thought, oh, I'll just transfer into like business and marketing for no reason other than that just sounded sounded good at the time. And of course I get in and one of my very first classes is dairy science. And your project is to go like adopt a little baby calf and like choose what they're going to eat and how you're going to feed them for the whole quarter. And I was like, yeah, I'm never leaving this major. This is, this (laughs) This is is amazing. Uh, I don't even have to have a kid now. I can just have this calf. (laughs) Exactly. And they're so sweet and they don't talk back to you. It's like (laughs) so fun.
1: So I am doing something this year that I have never done before. And I want you to join me for it. It is a free five-day brand building bootcamp. Now, all you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to get the details. But I want to let you know that if you are someone who is already saying you don't have the time this year, you don't know the best next step to take, or you just need someone to hand you an actionable game plan, this brand building bootcamp is for you. It is time to re-clarify your brand strategy, remove content overwhelm, and create a sustainable business. And this is what the brand building bootcamp is a lot about. Why I'm inviting you to this free virtual event, I'm going to be showing you how to solidify your strategy so that this year is finally when you solidify your audience and revenue without being drowned out by the noise of every online marketer telling you that their program or their this or that will solve your problems. During the free five-day brand building bootcamp, you will clarify your brand strategy and message, remove the overwhelm of content creation so you can monetize your brand and scale sustainably. By the end of our time together, you're going to have a clear direction on your content strategy for the rest of the year, tools to increase your social media presence, and an easy-to-implement brand growth strategy that you can put into action immediately. I did share some of these strategies last year in a small session that I did, and there was an incredible woman, Stacy Asis, who is a digital creator, and this is what she said about what I'm sharing with you during this boot camp. She said, Julie, I just wanted to say that since your free trainings, I have learned my unique value, figured out how I wanted to niche down, and only two weeks later, I have grown by almost 3,000 followers and my engagement is out the roof. Just hit the 10K mark, I am already seeing crazy proof that it works. I mean, do we need to hear anything more? Just go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to save your free seat and do it soon because the bootcamp starts on February 14th. Yes, Valentine's Day, my friends, and you will only be able to get into it for the next couple of weeks. So don't miss out.
0: I stayed in this agricultural major and I loved it from like a very personal point of view, but I never envisioned doing anything with it professionally. Went in and got a job at the ground ground level making no money as an assistant in advertising to just test it out again I showed up for the interview and everyone seemed really nice and you could bring your dog to work and everyone was in jeans and I was like this is this is my place and and then I did that and I slowly climbed the ranks and to be honest I fell in love there with this idea of creativity and innovation and connecting these brilliant business minds these big you know, CEOs, like I was working on accounts, ended up being the director for Nintendo and Elizabeth Arden and GoPro. And you work with these presidents of these companies who are having conversations about running businesses, these big giant corporate businesses. And then you're putting them together with people that are these like insane creative minds, you know, you bring these two worlds together and then they create this, you know, art that can go out into the world and connect with people and it, w- it was a beautiful agency that I worked for and they really believed in those kinds of statements and, and that good work and the people I worked with were amazing. so I spent many many years there kind of climbed the ranks and ended up being one of the youngest promoted directors and you know I, I hustled my buns off and and thought this was it you know I had spent so many years doing it And if I get really really honest with myself and I've thought about this a lot over the last couple of years, and and having to talk about, talk through this, um, I probably knew at year one or two, this was not the job for me. You know, you just kind of get that gut feeling like this seems really fun and I can be really successful and I'm making really good money. But do I feel super proud of this? Like I'm doing something that feels really fulfilling or impactful. And then you say no, but I mean, how often do people get to do that? Right. It feels like this teeny tiny percentage of the world that gets to do these, quote unquote, impactful things. And at that time, I thought most of them are in nonprofits, you know, and they're complaining because they're like, it's not that great of a world. You're not making that much money. Like you really have to find your sweet spot in nonprofits as well. And I think what I've learned is that it's like that with any kind of business, you know, it's like that with any kind of industry, whether it's nonprofit or advertising or, you know, being an entrepreneur is you can have a great soulful business or you cannot, you know, like you can work with really soulful, honest, transparent, beautiful people, or you cannot, you know, like you kind of have to find your people and find that spot. So I I knew it wasn't for me. I knew that, uh, but I was very confused because the people were great. The work was great. The money was great. Um, And I just decided that I needed to start looking outward, clearly first looking inward and figuring out what it was about me that I needed to tap into and then find you know, a place where I could show up in the world and not feel like something was off all the time, you know, not feel like I was kind of faking it to make it not feel like I was in a room with people that were having conversations about a project we were working on. And they all really loved it. They were going to go home that night and research it. They were so passionate about it. And I was like, going to go home and like, listen to like a Tony Robbins podcast. You know, (laughs) like I'm like, what? You guys are all going to go home and try to figure out how we can win over this like commercial director for our next project like no like i'm going to go home and take a personality quiz because those are the things that i was really obsessed with at the time you know and i kind of just felt like you know that's just how it went i felt like most people probably feel that way about their job and then the more i talked to people the more i really did some digging i realized there are a lot of people out there that are doing jobs that they actually love like they want to do them in the late hours you know they want to do them on the weekends and i thought man i wonder what that would look like for me so then i You know, much dabbling and dipping my toes in many different waters. I um, wound up in London, of all places, one day. My husband and I had decided we were going to sell all of our stuff in our little tiny apartment in San Francisco. We sold all of our stuff. I um, booked one-way tickets out to Australia and went on this like six-month adventure and just kind of jumped from place to place. And we ended up in London. And I'd never been to London and I was so excited to go. And we had all these plans, to, you know, to hop on the red bus and tour and everything. And it, it was my husband's like favorite city. And he was so excited to show me everything. And then the day before I like saw online this like free like life coaching seminar, <laughs> I was like, um, I think I'm to try to go to this. And my husband was like, what? Like, no, this is a bad, Kelsey, this is a bad call. Like you're going to miss out on London. This is like a three-day seminar. Like, I don't even know what area of town it's in. Like, don't, don't, this is a bad choice. Don't do it. And for whatever reason, I was like, listen, I got to, something about this sounds interesting to me. And I just got to show up. And worst case scenario is it's totally crazy. I go for an hour and then I'll peace out and I'll come meet you. And he was like, okay. So I like woke up super early that day at like 5am, like tried to take public transportation, got lost, like walked into this kind of shady area of town to this really rink eating hotel, (laughs) walked in and was just like, what, this is, he was right. Right. He was right. This is a terrible Just idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. A board. A board. And um, I sat down and I sat down next to what was a social work, a psychologist. And I, I think they had the exact same feeling as I did. We were all very uncomfortable sitting in this this room. And then they started talking. And this person got up there and started talking about what coaching was and how it was important and how it helped us to show up in the world as kind of the humans that we wanted to be. And from setting that example, how that was going to help make the world a better place and how you could do it with all these different specialties and backgrounds and, and help basically help humans be better humans professionally and personally. And it was like, it was like, I just like melted into their arms. I was like, oh... Tell me more. Tell me more. And everyone around me was just feeling it too. And I remember this sense of feeling like, oh my gosh! Even if this is weird, even if this is is not feasible, there's something about this that I'm in love with. There's something about this that feels so right for who I am and what I care about. And so it was then that I decided I was going to be some sort of coach. And then you know I went on and I became obsessed with getting my you know international credentials. And I had to take all these different trainings. And I had to dabble in. Am I going to do like positive and motivational psychology? Am I going to do business and marketing coaching? Am I going to, you know, like what area is going to be my specialty? And I did a lot of stuff on relationships and behavioral change. I did a lot of stuff when it comes to advertising and marketing, because that was my background. Um, I did a lot of stuff on communication, everything from how you communicate to your audience in a really authentic way, to how you communicate with your husband in a really authentic way. And um, it just turned out that my blend was a little bit of life and a little bit of business and a very specific kind of woman, like a very specific kind of woman that felt a little bit introverted, but... Was an extrovert as well. Like they had it in them, but they really needed some quiet time to settle down. You know, it was usually a highly emotional, empathetic person that really wanted to connect with people, um, but didn't always need to shout it from the rooftops, you know? And there was just this kind of sweet spot of a friend, of a soulful friend, a soulful person, a soulful client that I really connected with. And as soon as I started to find those clients, it was like my business just took off from everything from people like that that worked at Twitter and Facebook that wanted me to come and share everything with their group, you know, to different publications that wanted me to write for them. And then these incredible, you know, like Marie Forleo, who called me up and asked me to come coach her, her B-School students. And, and I just started working with these amazing people. And we all had kind of that common thread of just being these emotional, empathetic creatures that had a little ambition, that wanted to do something more out in the world and like make a really good living doing it. And so that's kind of how it started for me. And then it just like, I to just like took off from there. I want to kind of
1: shift gears a moment because I think that what this revelation for you, or at least what I hear you, what I'm hearing from you is that really identifying all of this for yourself, owning it, um, embracing it, um, nurturing it, it allowed you to take up space in the world and to really empower yourself in a way that maybe, perhaps before, was was kind of unimaginable. Can you walk through that process of what it means to be empowered and what it means for you to to take up space in the world?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh, well, you're gonna give me a bunch of goosebumps. I feel like that is a good good question. I never envisioned being this like person on stage that was kind of like shouting a message out to the entire world. I always, I always envisioned myself having this as, as, after i could get my head wrapped around the idea of having a business um, i envisioned it to be a very small business you know um one where i was quiet one where it was kind of my own corner of the internet one where it was very deep and soulful conversations very connective and that didn't really translate into this idea of like taking up space in the world right um cuz even when you say that for me i have this physical reaction that's like almost resisting it i'm like ah no i'm not good. no that sounds really big and scary you know which is so Interesting to even feel that, as you say it, um, you know, because the idea that um, I am making an impact on the world is still kind of, uh, I would say, it's it's a contrast to what I want wanted to do, and the fact that I wanted to have deep, meaningful conversations. You know, I wanted to uh, connect with people so deep and so in such a soulful way, and so for me, that really meant hearing people and hearing what people needed and what people wanted not just from like a client standpoint, but from, you know, all my relationships in my life, you know, from my husband to my my mother to my kid, you know, and like hearing what it was that they were truly trying to say, you know, like not with their words and their body, but like be able to ask them the questions and really dig into, you know, what they wanted. And so what I learned throughout that process of, of teaching myself how to do that and, and teaching myself not only just the tools of how to do it, but where my holdups were, you know, what my biases were what 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 I was holding on to that was changing the way I was hearing other people, you know, from my opinion of how you run a business to my opinion of how you're supposed to parent a a kid, you know, I had to do a lot of soul searching still to this day, I have to do a lot of soul searching, you know, as to what my own opinions are, and how that shows up in the way that I listen and hear people and what they actually need. Um, So for a while there, I really didn't want to take up a lot of space in the world. And then after I started having more of these conversations with women and people running businesses and especially women and empowering them to step into who they truly are and create and craft a business model that worked for them and the lifestyle that they wanted, I realized they started sharing that information. I started that. It's like my, when my referrals started to come in and the referrals that were coming in were saying, Hey, so-and-so said you literally like changed her life and, and helped her make, you know, six more figures and all of these things. And I realized that that messaging out there that you can be who you are. You can step into who you are and be super successful or work part-time hours or stay at home with your kids and have this epic business. Like those messages were empowering people to love themselves more. And when we love ourselves more, we can show up and hear other people in the world with different opinions. And and especially right now with what's going on in our country, I just feel like if we could love ourselves more and step into who we truly are, we stop being so defensive. Offensive. we stop having to dig our heels in the ground and puff up our chest we can literally show up at the table and listen to other people with these tools and so once like that started to get bigger in my like brain and heart and in my business i started to realize like wow like this could be a message out in the world like these small things whether it's just talking about the way we talk to our kids or the way that we you know structure our websites whatever it is this idea that you could really embrace what you want what you value and then show up in the world as a better person, like that for me, I think was probably the most empowering things that made me feel like, you know, this is, I kind of found my space in the world, you know?
1: Mm. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. Business for sponsoring the show. I love all of that. So I want to know... How has all of this now brought you to where you are today with your business? How do you use use all of this, um, and how you show up and 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 serve every day? And how do you use this to cultivate a greater impact and influence,
0: not only in your business but in the world around you? Oh yeah, that's a that's a good question. I feel like um, oh, I feel like there could be layers there. I think one thing is definitely the podcast that I started. It's the Whiskey and Work podcast, and I feel like for me, it's a podcast not just about how you can find a work you love and build a business you love, but it's really about how you um, find who you are and like build a life you love. And so, I think for me, having the confidence that people did want to hear these conversations that they they were having these conversations behind closed doors already. And that they, through hearing stories, real world stories of other people doing these things and the highs and lows of their, their journey, that for me it felt like oh man this is a really important message and i was getting a lot of feedback that people wanted to hear that more and and when i started my podcast i was like i have no clue what i'm doing at all i'm i'm literally and right now i'm recording this podcast from the inside of my closet you know <laughs> like and this is where i started my podcast recording and i just kind of huddled in my teeny tiny little closet and i hit play and i started recording some thoughts that i had and then i had some these really amazing clients and friends and that had these great businesses. And I was like, why don't I bring you on? And you can tell that, you know, how that started. And so those things started to get bigger and bigger. And I think that's because we're all just craving real world stories. You know, we're craving um, these really positive vulnerable conversations out in the world because I don't know that that's really where the focus is right now. Right now, it's very easy to pick up a lot of negative media. And so to have these positive voices and stories, and not just like positive, like, you know, like Pollyanna positive, like positive in like, hey, we can all do hard things. And like, here's a story about how someone else suffered and persevered and what they created through it. um, That just started to become this really Really special vehicle, and still, right now, it's probably my favorite part of the day is talking with people and being able to record it and just having these really fluid, vulnerable conversations. Um, I think that's really special, and that's kind of like that, that's like the big focus for me. That, and um, you know, really. Helping out Marie with her B school stuff, and I dive in, and I, I love being able to help her out by coaching all of the people through that program with her, and, and watching them get these sparks with their businesses, and feeling this overwhelming sense of clarity and confidence, and and then having hearing that their personal stories about how that's like affecting their marriage or how that's affecting how they show up for their kids. Um, Those are like the coolest parts of like where I'm at with my business right now, I think. Mm.
1: And how much do you think that, I know that you've mentioned B-School a couple of times and Marie and just kind of other, other female leaders, if you will, just really showing up and shining, taking up their divine right space and owning it. How much is having like-minded people, women around you important? do you think to the overall growth and really the overall fruition of,
0: of attaining your dreams and goals? Um, coming even from an introvert, I will say it is one of the most important things for me personally that I ever discovered um, to help me um, feel more connected to who I was, more connected to other humans, and also uh, more educated on what other people are doing and how they're doing it. For me, first of all, I don't think I'd survive without like my circle of kind of like business best friends that I can hop on Voxer with or send them, you know, text notes being like, hey, today, I feel like I have no clue what I'm doing. Like, how are you feeling today? You know, and just having that, that banter back and forth to be, you know, so that they're like, "Um, remember, you're awesome. What you're doing is important. And people want to hear that. and It's going to help them show up as better humans. And that's like kind of the message I need to remind myself when like I have hard days, you know? So from like a support standpoint, um, I literally don't think I would enjoy my job if I didn't have that support. I don't know that I would be as nice to my husband or as present with my kid if I didn't have those connections to kind of help me center myself and, and remind me that there are other people doing hard things and to give me perspective and to remind me there are other people suffering out there. And, and I, I think I really need that supportive aspect, but also having women that are showing up in that leadership role, which I think is, is so amazing and interesting that you brought up and, and kind of really stepping into that space and, and, and raising their hand and saying yes, because it's always scary. Like it's always scary to step into that space and show up there. That for me, like I, I wouldn't be here if those people didn't do that. Like for Marie, um, and I always tell her this and, and we always, we, we joke and, and laugh at it because the other day we were, not the other day, but a little while ago, we were went and saw a movie and we were sitting there watching the the Mr. Rogers documentary and crying just crying sobbing our faces off like the ugly cry and we got out of the movie and we just started laughing because we just looked horrible and we went and we were having dinner and having wine and we were talking about this idea this idea of um really knowing who you are and showing up. And and that's kind of what Mr. Rogers did, right? He like had this message that not everybody was saying out loud that was a little bit different, but it was about true compassion and true love. And he was showing up in the world sometimes when they didn't want him to and and putting that out there. And, and what he did by doing that was show us a model, show us a way that it actually can work because he went on to have all this epic success. And I think there are so many people out there that want to show up with a model of compassion and love and kind of fighting the good fight, but they don't think they can do that and have a successful business, right? They don't think that they can do that and still be successful. And and he was able to do that. And I think that's also something Marie's been able to do. Cause I that's the cool thing about coming on for B School and being part of being a friend of hers and also being involved with her in her business is I get to see what she's really like behind the scenes. Like when when it all hits the fan and things go sideways, I get to see how she responds, how she responds internally to her team. Like, and She just is such an inspiration in the way that she speaks to people. She leads with true compassion. She, I mean, she walks her walk. She is not just a mouthpiece telling you that you have to lead with generosity. You have to hear people. You have to want to be creating something that's bigger for the world. Otherwise, you're going to get lost. And she does that every single day in her business. And for me to see a leader. Leader, a, a female leader who's making millions and millions and millions of dollars be able to still lead their business from such a generous, compassionate, thoughtful place. For me, that gives me a model to follow as well. You know, that shows me there's actual real living proof out there that you can create this kind of business model, you know? Yeah. And let's talk about that business model and how you've, created it for yourself.
1: I know we've mentioned a lot of that, but I would love to dive a little bit into what's happening now. Um, how do you show up? How do you serve? I know that you mentioned the podcast. I would love to to hear more about that from you and, and other ways that you show up and serve and walk alongside uh, clients and customers. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so
0: there. my focus right now is very much in, in helping people, primarily women with their businesses, right? Like I... I usually tell people that I, I help I'm, I help people teach I teach them to take their businesses a little bit more seriously and to get the right systems in place that work for them emotionally and professionally in a way that creates not only a business but a lifestyle that they are so pumped on. You know, I, I'm teaching them how to build out their teams and really delegate in big and small ways. I think there's certain things that we never want to delegate and there's certain things that we learn that as we delegate them, as we bring on team members to take on these tiny, small roles, we allow ourselves more time and space to be a visionary and to take a bigger step forward. So you know, I'm I'm teaching people how to focus on these bigger visions that are more meaningful because I think in the first couple of years of business, you have your own goals. Like you have, this is what I want to do. This is how many clients I want. This is the amount of income I want to achieve. And then when you hit that, when you realize, oh man, I can do that, there's opportunity out there. You almost have this kind of like come to Jesus moment where you're like, now is this really what I want? Now that I know that I can do this, what do I, what's the bigger vision for what I want to do? And that's kind of like where I usually am meeting people. It's they know that they can be successful, um, but I'm stepping in to have that conversation about like, what's the bigger vision? here? And how do we build that out? And how do we grow that? So I'm working a lot, a lot of with one-on-one clients right now. And besides that, I, I coach Marie. So Marie's, you know, course is, is Clearly, like world renowned and one of the best courses out there. And I do a small mastermind. So, for people that are like, I don't have a business, but I want to get the business foundations going, um, I have a separate group for that. And the reason I do a mastermind group for that and I stopped kind of doing a lot of one on one coaching for that is because I feel like when you're in your first couple years of business, finding that circle, finding your crew, you know, finding your people that you can send those text messages back and forth with. That's really hard. Like that's a new skill. You have to teach yourself how to put yourself out there and be like, yeah, I'm starting a business. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing yet, but I want to, and I want to learn and I want to contribute and let's all help each other out. Like that's a vulnerable conversation to have. So I like to kind of create a bit of a platform with the mastermind. And I do a really cool, like one day retreat where I invite everyone to San Diego. We do one day where we sit and we kind of look at our personal goals and our work goals. And, you know, we drink some champagne and (laughs) we talk about those things and have very soulful conversations about how we want to show up, you know? So it's it's right now for me, it's a lot of podcasting. It's a lot of connecting with people. I'll go in. I do a little bit of public speaking here and there when I have um, some companies call me up and ask me to come in and do that. But I'd say my focus really is on the podcast and my my business clients. And
1: I love that you mentioned how it's kind of like where you bring it all together. And that's kind of, I don't want to say anchor if you will, but that's kind of like the, the focal point of, of of how you can bring all of the different passions and the things together. Cause I think a lot of times people feel like they have to do all the things, but you, you Mm -hmm. can, you can, you can have a few things that you're really passionate about that you really want to do. And then just really kind of anchor it down to this one, to this one thing, which I'm obviously partial to because I love podcasting as well. Um, I think it's a great medium (laughs) and platform before we wrap this up to kind of tell us some things that you are most proud to bring to fruition this year and that you're most excited about?
0: Ooh, ah, so many, so many things. Um, I am really excited right now about um, our one day retreat that's going to happen in uh, end of April. And I might just be excited about that right now because it's a, it's a big B-School bonus and I'm working on this big web page with my designer. And so I'm like in it, you know, like early in the mornings, like what's it going to be? Like, are we going to have champagne? Or are we going to have a chocolate tasting? You know, like when you do events, you get to get excited about those kinds of things. So I'm really excited about that retreat. I've done it many, many years in the past. Um, and it's always something that I have people request like, Hey, can you do one a one day retreat where we all could meet together in person and so and, and the way i do my retreats are very <laughs> I don't want to say weird, (laughs) but they're very different. They're not like big hotel treats. Like they're very intimate treats. Like it will be in a beautiful home somewhere, you know, like where we all are kind of sitting around on a couch together or, you know, kind of snuggled up by a fire, all having these intimate conversations. There's always tears. There's always sharing. um, And then there's always like getting inspired with like goal setting around kind of like how you want to, you know, be with your family or how you want to be with... With, you know when you're dating um, to like then how you want to build your business and like what are the most important things for you to focus on and what does that mean that you need to do tomorrow morning so it's a really really cool thing I think so from like just like a personal excitement area I'm probably most excited about that right now and I think as far as things that I want to bring to fruition this year for me personally I have been the business has been so <laughs> beautiful and amazing and incredible this last year or two. And um, it's also been really busy, like really, really busy. And I am... Learning um, how to be very intentional with my time, with my husband, with my kiddo, with myself, with my clients, and what I've realized is that I really have to structure out my days and my mornings and my my weeks. And clearly, that's something that we all know. And I think we get to a sweet spot of it, and we structure it all out. But then things change. Like <laughs> you go from having an infant to a two and a half year old. So <laughs> while you get more sleep. Now they're potty training, you know, and and there's always a changing thing or, or same thing with business. Like you think you get in a sweet spot with business, but then all of a sudden there are these new opportunities that, that you have to hustle, but you want to do. Um, so for me, it's about continuing to always grow and move forward towards something that feels very, very special and powerful for me, but also while taking a moment to be intentional about my time. Like I'm literally looking at my calendar right now and there's like a little iCal on there. Um, from Monday morning that says like, Kenna Bear, trash trucks, and like laughing. Like I literally have to be that intentional with my time so that I remember I will sit with my daughter, McKenna, and we will watch the trash trucks and we will laugh together because when I look back on the last year or so, those are some of my very favorite memories, you know? Um, So it's just about, for me, being really intentional with my time so I'm crafting and creating um, a week that I really love.
1: Oh, I love that. And I hope that those listening just take that as a great reminder and just a great little takeaway that they can to just kind of carry along with them for the rest of the week and the month, hopefully to instill some of that in there. I love that. Before we wrap this up and I get some other good, um, how can we stalk you questions going, um, I have one last question for you. What does influence mean to you?
0: Influence means showing up in a way that you feel proud of. And I'm hesitant to say the word proud, Because there's a lot of negative connotation to that. But for me, whenever I was talking about my business, whenever I wanted to look back on my day and the way I treated my daughter, I wanted to feel proud of myself. I wanted to feel proud that I showed up in a way that I wanted to. So when I think of the word influence, I think showing up in the world in a way you're really proud. Oh, i
1: love that that's awesome thank you so much so where can everyone listening today find you on social media be at your website all of that good stuff and find out more about your podcast
0: and about the programs and the services that you offer yeah absolutely most everything is over on my website which is just kelseymurphy.com um, you can also follow along on instagram where you will see i am always posting about my daughter so if you don't want to see a crazy little two and a half year old running around you may not enjoy it but um i do always post on Instagram some anecdotes and some things that I'm doing in my business. And I like to be very raw and vulnerable about how my personal life is going as well as my professional life. And that is my handle is just Kelsey Murphy over on Instagram. And then, um, yeah, I think the other place that I would direct people to go, if you want to hear any more of my thoughts or my rants or some other, you know, amazing people and their stories that hopefully I can share out into the world would be to go to iTunes or really anywhere you can find a podcast and uh, take a listen to the Whiskey and Work podcast.
1: Awesome. Really quick, because it's just so neat. Why Whiskey and Work? Why the name?
0: You know, it's so funny. It started out, um, I was sitting literally on the floor in my um, living room, and it was when my coaching practice got really booked up, and I thought, what's a way I could scale my business and talk to more people at once? Like, I'll start a Facebook group page, and this was like five years ago. So I started the Facebook group page, and, and I needed a name for it. And I was literally looking at a bottle of whiskey. I'm a big whiskey drinker. I was talking with my little sister and was like she was like well you want something that that is it's about having fun you know not taking yourself too seriously like don't take life too seriously yes we're going to work but we can also whiskey at the same time and have deep meaningful conversations through it and I was like that's exactly what I want to do I want to have whiskey I want to talk about work and I want to do it in this really meaningful way and she was like yeah or you could call it Beyonce and babies and I was like I'm going to go with whiskey and work there it is you just help We make the decision. So that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That is so great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I loved our conversation. Um, and I just can't wait to share it with everyone that's listening and, and just to have it warm up their day in their lives too.
0: Oh, thanks so much for having me on, Julie. And I just uh, can't say enough good things about what you're doing and really appreciate the conversations you're cultivating and all the good work that you're doing. So thank you. Of
1: course. And there you have it, my friends. How amazing is Kelsey? And how amazing was that episode? I want to hear from you. I want to know your biggest takeaways, what really resonated with you the most. And there's a couple of ways that you can let me know that. One is by going to Instagram, screenshotting today's episode, tagging me at Joel Solomon, and letting me know what you're. Biggest takeaway was. Another quick and easy way that I personally would be so appreciative of is if you would leave a rating and review of this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. All you've got to do is go and click that rate button and just leave a quick review. And again, this could be a takeaway, a feedback, or even if there's something that you want to hear on this podcast that you haven't yet, leave that in there because my team and I, we go in there, we read that, we get your feedback, and it actually helps us plan and prepare the content that we deliver to you. And most importantly, If you are ready to take your brand and actually turn it into a sustainable business in 2024, you have got to sign up for my brand building bootcamp happening. We're getting started in about a week, guys, on February 14th, yes, Valentine's Day, and I don't want you to miss it. Go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to learn more about it and save your free seat, but I promise you, you are gonna finally get that solid brand strategy that you need to create a sustainable business, and we don't have to worry about not having enough time or the overwhelm or not knowing the best next step to take because we're going to get it all figured out on the bootcamp live together so again that's juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to save your seat and with that my friends i will see you next week same time same place as always thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the influencer podcast